listening to The Regular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. What is up? It is episode 50 of The Gregular Show. Thank you all for listening. This is a big episode for us. Uh, we've made it 50 episodes and nobody has canceled us. So thank you all for listening. Um, I have a very special guest today and we're talking about a very special subject. I have the one and the only Chris Boudier, my brother. What's up? And uh, we're here to talk to you about Green Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Green Day is a band formed out of California. Uh, three principal members, Billy Joe Armstrong, Trey Cool, and Mike Dirt. And who would have thought out of the three that Billy Joe was the one with the real name? <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what's your earliest Green Day memory? Um, well, it was one of the first albums that I ever bought was Warning, their album Warning. Um, but before that... Really, the only couple songs that I ever heard from them was Good Riddance and uh, When I Come Around, and then obviously the other couple that are there. But uh, I remember hearing Good Riddance on the radio, obviously, but also it happened to be on an episode of ER that Mother was watching at one time, and I was like, oh, hey, I kind of like that song. Oh, yeah. It was also on the uh, series finale of Seinfeld. I believe it. Which uh, we all know that's a sad show. I'm, I'm pretty sure people have also had good riddance as their graduation song. Even though it's about a breakup, so I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I, I never understood that. I'm pretty sure it was played at ours. I, I can't fucking remember. I, I, don't know. I don't know. Maybe the band played it. Maybe. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I remember uh, Good Riddance was probably the first song that I was like, oh, yeah, that's Green Day. Because they played it every single day, 400 times a day in the 90s. Yep, yep, they did. <clears throat> Basket Case and uh, When I Come Around, Welcome to Paradise, I think. But, uh, yeah, it's good shit. Green Day. Everybody loves Green Day. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Green Day. I mean, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now, so, I mean, that has to say something. Oh, yeah. That was a good day. It was a Green Day. It yeah. was, literally. Um, yeah, you know, I always thought that when they were saying green, they meant money. No, they were talking about weed, marijuana. I, listen, when I first heard them, I thought they were fucking Irish. So who the hell knows? <laughs> I'm like, ah, Green Day, Ireland, ha ha. Nope, completely fucking wrong. Yep. Um. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, who's your favorite member of the band? I like Trey Cool. Yeah, he's got the coolest name of the three. Yep. I just and I like his drumming. I I, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite. I think they're all great. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, they have this, this chemistry that, uh, you don't see in most bands. No. Uh, the fact that they've been able to get, you know, through this, the last 30 years, uh, with all the shit that's going on, with all the personal troubles, with everything, uh, they've stuck by each other through and through. And, uh, even after several hiatuses and breaks and stuff and with Billy Joe's, uh, substance abuse and alcoholism and all that stuff, they, they still stuck by him. Oh yeah, and it, it takes a special band to do that. You see too many bands that uh, go in, and they make one album, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, you know, fuck this." Yeah, pretty much. But uh, we're we're happy they're still around. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Spoiler alert: I don't have uh, <laughs> anything newer than 2009 on my list because I'm an old man and I don't really care for the new Green Day stuff. I listened to it. I I did my due diligence, but I think I'm almost right there with you. Didn't didn't stick with me. Um, although, you have any dishonorable mentions? Any songs you didn't really care for? Well, I mean, I had two that fell outside of my, you know, top fifteen, 
just out of the sole fact that they're so fucking overplayed that I just I couldn't bring myself to put them in the top 15, which was Holiday and Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Love love the songs. They're good. Yeah, but Jesus and Christ. And their companion songs. Yes. But, oh my God. You could not turn on a radio or TV and not hear that either one of those songs. I mean, the same could be said for Good Riddance and stuff, but that's just, that is one of their quintessential songs. Oh, yeah. Um, it's funny, Holiday also was on Tony Hawk's American Wasteland uh, for the PlayStation 2. And that was fun. Holiday was? Yeah. I didn't realize the PlayStation. Oh, yeah, duh. Because that album came out really early. What was that, 2003? 2003? Four? Yeah, because yeah, Warning was 2000, 2001. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have Holiday on my list either. I'm going to get shit for that. I just, I couldn't. That's, that, that doesn't mean that they're not good songs. It's just they were way overplayed. Um, my, my one dishonorable mention is on the Father of All album that they dropped last year. Oh, geez. And it's Junkies on a High. Uh, what I refer to the noise in the background is, it's Chihuahua-like. Uh, I call it a weird Chihuahua noise. It's like, ah, 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 you know, and it's throughout the song. Um, and he distorts his voice trying to sound like the Black Keys. I don't know. I love Green Day, but... They just, they sounded like they were trying to uh, keep up with the times and appease an audience. And I don't like that. Well, with the amount of albums that they've released, I mean, you gotta think that, not to say that eventually you're gonna run out of ideas, but I mean, they they released three albums in one year. Like, just take a little bit of a break. (laughs) Yeah. They, They definitely, you know, Put, put a lot of effort into their shit. Yes, they do. I yeah. will give them that. It's good stuff. Um, uh, Mom messaged me. She wants to know what time she's coming over. Uh, come by... Come by... 5.20. 520. 5.20 is good. That gives us 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but You're just going to edit that out? Nah. I didn't the, think so. The Gregheads love this stuff. <laughs> this is the reality, man. This is the real shit. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I just it, it's not for me, but it is what it is. If people enjoy it, that's good. Uh, well, yeah, I mean they obviously they're doing something right because they keep releasing albums and people keep listening. Yeah, just they're just not really my cup of tea as of late, or just in like the past maybe I don't know seven eight years. And uh, what would you say is your favorite Green Day album from beginning to end? <sighs> That's tough. It comes down to three albums, but I would imagine that it's got to be American Idiot. From beginning to end, there is not a single song that I do not like, and that includes Holiday and Boulevard of Broken Dreams. I don't dislike the songs. I dislike how much they were overplayed. But from beginning to end, it's an absolute amazing experience. I'll tell you, that radio edit of Boulevard of Broken Dreams is a godsend. Because the last two minutes of the guitar, just oh yeah, they, they, yeah, they cut it short or something yeah. in the radio version. Yeah, great idea. Yeah, terrible idea. <laughs> hey, Brendan. Hey, how we doing, guys? Since you like to interject, what's your favorite Green Day song? Uh, Jesus of Suburbia. Jesus of Suburbia. That's right. We, we go for the unit price. You know, Brendan, a nine-minute-long song can't turn that down. No, it's just it's it's a work of art, complete, not our art. But uh, well, now that we have all that down, uh, anything you want to talk about before we get into the list? Uh, how you guys feel about becoming an uncle again? Congratulations, um, everybody! You heard it here first. Chrissy's having another child. Do we figure out what the gender is? The gender is a girl. He's you guys, having a girl. You guys are having another niece. One nephew, huh? Yep. Can't wait to meet un- uh, little Gregina. She's going to be great. Gregina, yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and I can't think of a uh, feminine alternative to the name Brendan. Uh, Brenda? What the fuck are you talking about? No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just being nice. <laughs> All right. 
Well, he's got two options there. We'll see which one sounds better. <laughs> April will probably murder us when she hears this. Yeah, she'll be like, oh, that's that's nice. After she calls you Greggy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's great. I'll tell you. Have you been uh, in the freezer section of the uh, store lately? Which section? Like the fridge? Like with the yogurts and the puddings and shit? Uh, yes. They got these brand new desserts. Like Philadelphia makes them. Uh, oh, the cheesecake ones? Hershey makes them, yeah. With the crumbles on top and the cheesecake on the bottom. And you flip the thing and you shake it. And... Yes, I have seen those, but I have not tried them. Try them. They what? are fucking stupid like now so good. what i do enjoy and it's definitely a fat kid fucking craving is the tubs <laughs> of cheesecake filling oh yeah just have that with like hershey syrup or strawberry syrup on it just a little cup of that it's fucking delicious you ever have the uh cookie dough there in the cup toll house makes it yes yeah yeah that's pretty good too oh yeah but uh, you know what? Enough about uh, random desserts. Let's get into it and uh, begin our list. So like every episode, I will let you begin and you'll throw your five honorable mentions at me. And okay. then I'll do the same. So my number 15 and my first honorable mention is Viva la Gloria, Little Girl from yep. 21st Century. Do you like that song more than Viva La Vida by Coldplay? Much more. Definitely because I can't fucking stand Coldplay. Ouch. Yes, yes. Didn't Brendan hate Coldplay too? Somebody uh, hated Coldplay. Nah. I don't know, man. We like um, Coldplay. Didn't you hear the Joel episode? Yes, I did. I can't, I can't say that I hate every single song of theirs. There's a couple that I do like. But goddamn, I just, I can't. Listen to Coldplay in my free time. Ugh. So I don't really know very much about the song. Other than it's really catchy. I do like it. It's uh, basically it's about a woman with a heavy drug problem. See, that's kind of the vibe that I got from it. But it also sounded like she was looking for... She was looking for somebody. But yeah, the, I can I can definitely see the drug thing. Seems to be the uh, topic on a lot of their songs is is a woman or a dude that's like a recovering addict or something along those lines. Or currently enjoying the, the yes. stuff. Yes, or currently. But I like it. It's different. It starts out, you know, different. Dun, 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 And then, and then escalates into, you know, the, the heavy, you know, rock and punk sound. That they usually have. It's a pretty good song. Um, That's some, off of 21st Century Breakdown? That is correct. It's, there's also a song on there a little bit before it that's called Viva La Gloria. But this one is called Viva La Gloria Little Girl. Right. Uh, my 14, my second one is Waiting from the album Warning. Yes. I've been waiting a long time for this. I really don't know what that song is about either. Uh, guy's just like feeling good. He's feeling ready. Ready to take the world by the balls and take whatever comes at him. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. It's a good song. It's not one of their, well, yeah, it sort of is one of their more, more known songs, but there's not a lot of songs on Warning that are like, oh, hey, I know that song. That song's good. Yeah, unfortunately, Warning kind of fell to the wayside uh, in terms of mainstream appeal to people. Well, there was a nice hefty gap in between Warning and their last, uh, their album previous to that, because I believe they took a break. Yeah, well, between. they were kind of riding the waves of that uh, Good Riddance song. Yeah. 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 So we might we might talk a little bit about waiting in a minute. Okay. So my next one is Last of the American Girls. That one is from 21st Century Breakdown, which will be a there there's going to be a pattern. 
this I, mine mine don't go past like maybe 2009 if that um last of the american girls i'm assuming is probably about uh this girl that you know there is a type of stereotype for you know american girls and i'm assuming that it's talking about a girl that she's just the last that you'll ever see like this but that's about the extent of what I got from it. Um, it says here it's about the increasing lack of American people willing to stand up for their ideals. Um, basically, they you know they they warn people in their songs about becoming part of the uh, hive mind. That's a big theme in a lot of their stuff. Uh, yeah, they they tend to get political a lot, and sometimes you can. You can read that, and other times you can't. Right. That's pretty much the big theme for that one. Well, that sucks. I'm not huge on their political crap, but they make good music. All right, so that was my third one. Oh, my next one is Extraordinary Girl. Uh, It's kind of like a cheesy little love song, kind of. This was off of American Idiot? Correct, yeah. Yeah, Extraordinary Girl. She's an extraordinary girl in an ordinary world. This is the uh, lady that St. Jimmy has fallen, or Jesus of Suburbia has fallen in love with. Yep, yep, that's right. And uh, it's What's Her Name. Yeah, yeah, you hear that in the song. Like, a lot of their songs specifically on that album, you'll hear like the titles of other songs or you'll hear names mentioned that are in other songs or that are in future songs off that album the whole album is connected and it's really it's a work of art oh yeah but i i like that song uh it's it's a very good song it's a it's a nice little cheesy semi-love song um uh my next one is 21st century breakdown off of 21st Century Breakdown. It's the second song. Um, and it, it, it... The first song is like, I don't know, a minute long song. Yeah, it's the intro. Of yeah, it's like the intro. But then when this song hits, it's like... Dun, 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 and then keeps building. Dun, dun. Reminds me of that uh, song they play in the stadiums. Yeah. And it fucking hits hard at the end of the... Uh, little intro thing as soon as i heard this song i knew that the rest of the album was going to be great it's it kind of hits like american idiot when you hear american idiot for the first time the song because that's the first song off of american idiot um it's good good song i don't know six seven minutes i want to say six minutes um let's see Oh, yeah, that was it. All right. That's uh, number 11. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool beans. All righty. <clears throat> so now oh. it's all you. My number 15, Brain Stew slash Jaded. Some people are going to say those are two songs. And I'm going to say, yes, I know. But those are basically one and the same. Those are always played together. Uh, if you hear them separately, something is wrong. Or you have your stuff on shuffle. But... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that they they work together. They're obviously meant to be played together. Mm -hmm. Um, Off the album Insomniac from 1995. Uh, The beginning, you know, it's it's the In Bloom riff. It's from Nirvana's In Bloom. Clearly, they ripped it off. Like they it and there's no you know I'm not pointing fingers. I just if you've heard both songs, you're like oh yeah. That's definitely the song. Those bastards. Uh, you know, it's it's great. Uh, and then Brain Stew's basically he's he's tweaked out. He's uh, he's using some hardcore shit, and he's just like, I don't know. He he's in that state of like, Bleh. yeah. That's the title Brain Stew. Yeah. And then uh, Jaded is the come down, 
and I like to call it the bucket of ice water to the face as all hell breaks loose. <laughs> that's and, good, yeah, that's a good one. You know, yeah, just they're tweaked out and it's fun shit, but I think they're they're great companion songs. You have the slow beginning and now it's on the fucking bah! It's a wake-up call. Yeah, and Jade is a really short song. It's only like a minute and a half. But uh, it's fun shit, Yeah. I'd say it's the uh, the strongest part of Insomniac for me. Yeah, yeah it's good. But uh, what's your number 14? Mine? Or, sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm serious. I'm tired. I, I did not sleep well, so my brain is all right good. Now, but I have not done any meth. <laughs> all right. um, before the lobotomy. Uh, 21st Century Breakdown, everybody knows this one. Mm-hmm. It's that slow one uh, where the riff is, is clearly Love a Lifetime uh, by Firehouse. Love of a Lifetime. and uh, I never noticed that. Oh, yeah. I'll play it for you when after the show's over, and you'll be like, holy shit. It's funny. It's, it's, well, it's not funny. But, you know, and it's a sad song. A lot of despair. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, uh, it, it's kind of hopeless. Song is kind of hopeless, just really sad shit. But yeah. uh, I, don't know, I like it. I like the energy. Um, I like their slower shit. You know, sometimes people are like, "Oh, Green Day, that's that band," but uh, they really know how to write their slow shit too. Yeah, there really isn't very much that they can't write. It's just they they try a little hard sometimes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to their uh, rap album coming out next year. No, I'm kidding. That's not a thing. Oh, thank God. I'm like, what? No, no I, just, I, I just like to bullshit. Um, my number 13. This is the first song from my favorite album, Dookie. And you're going to say, Dookie, that's that's your favorite album. Well, yeah. Uh, that's just, to me, that's the epitome of Green Day sound. And uh, the, most people, this was their first Green Day album. Um, there were a couple before it, but... Uh, this was like their shit was polished and mainstream, and this is where a lot of people thought they sold out. Uh, I don't know. I like it. Yeah. And this is Welcome to Paradise. Uh, this is great, upbeat, fun song, uh, and the lyrics are very uh, sad. Um, guy leaves his mother's house, goes on the streets, and all hell breaks loose. Just shit is going down on the daily. Yep. And it's funny, uh, you know, the name of the song, Welcome to Paradise, because it's quite the opposite of Paradise. And But, you know, it's a it's a great fun driving song, uh, great punk sound. Um, it's been used in a lot of commercials for, like, video games and shit. Uh, but I love it. Yeah. But, yeah, I always thought it was funny that they used the... Uh, the word paradise to describe the situation that the character's living in in the song. Yeah, it's uh, the complete opposite. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, my next song, number 12, Minority, off of the album Warning. This was their first single. This was supposed to be like the big boom, you know, buy the CD, everybody. And for some weird reason, people just didn't uh, take to it, which... Uh, you know, but I think after American Idiot and 21st Century Breakdown, people are coming back to this album and realizing, oh yeah, this was gold. This shit was gold. And it's too bad that they, they didn't recognize it at the time. But uh, Minority is a fun song. Um, it's basically the spiritual precursor to American Idiot. Um, let's see here. Yeah, they just, you know... It's a it's a warning that you know people people shouldn't be sheep. Be yourself. Basically, yes. I'll probably have some comments on it a little later. Oh yeah. But um, I like it. It's fun, and uh, they say fuck a lot, so that's good. It's good shit. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Let's see here. My last uh, honorable mention. From American Idiot, it's it's not Homecoming. It's the other long song, Jesus of Suburbia. Wow, outside of the top ten. Oof. I had to. I know. Oof. I know. Well, 
there gets to be a certain point where you know I can't do these long fucking songs like yeah. in the car like if I'm driving down the road like you want to hear a lot of songs you don't want to hear one whole song for half your trip right and you know that's the thing about Jesus of Suburbia it's four songs in one correct and it's great it's, you know I think they were uh, trying to call it the modern Bohemian Rhapsody something like that yeah if you're a Green Day like junkie, uh, it's definitely you. You draw the comparisons. Uh, Jesus of Suburbia, you know, he's he's this kid who's like fucking dealing with all the shit that people are going through in 2004. Uh, a lot of a lot of shit going on. People are stressed out. People are paranoid. You know, the media is telling you one thing. Other shit's going on. You don't know what to believe. But um, well, I'll probably talk about it later. But, no, probably. I will definitely yeah. be talking about it later. I, I didn't put Homecoming on my list, and I'm sure you're uh, upset with that, but I this is what I have to say. I say that Jesus of Suburbia has... Ben, what did we say? It's the better ending? Oh, uh, yeah. And Homecoming yeah. has the better beginning? Yeah. But over... Yeah. Jesus of Suburbia has the better ending, and Homecoming has the better beginning. I wonder but, if they did that on purpose. Maybe, you got to think about you got to think like that because they're two completely different songs, but they both have the same amount of mini songs inside of them. All right, one starts great, ends a little slower, and then the other one is the opposite. I wonder if they fucking did that on purpose. I don't know. I just out of the two, I really enjoy Jesus of Suburbia. Um, Oh, yeah. Also, we never talked about American Idol, uh, Green Day Rock Band. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Green Day Rock Band. Remember that? I do remember that. I just, I wish that I played it a little bit more. I was never, I was better at Guitar Hero than I was at Rock Band. I don't know what it was, but the timing from the strum to when the notes hit for Rock Band seemed like they were a little, a lot different than Rock Band. I loved the Green Day rock band. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think the rock band is more of a party game where Guitar Hero is more of a, like, oh, yo, try this shit out. Yeah, Test your like skills. A, a one, maybe two player. Maybe. Right. A rock band is supposed to be relaxed. Everybody's supposed to be having fun. Guitar Hero's like, yo, fucking get your ass going. Yeah. Or they're going to boo you out of the stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. But, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, I have an appreciation for the song, but it's definitely one of those longer songs that's like, eh, I don't, I don't always have the uh, desire to listen to it right in one sitting. But uh, that brings us down to the top ten, so uh, whenever you're ready, I'll, I'll let you start with your number ten. Oh, all right, so my number ten is Misery off of Warning. Um, the song is basically about bad decision making by, it talks about a couple different people in the song, uh, obviously fictional people. Maybe they were real people that he had known in his life, but it talks about, I think maybe three people about all their bad decision making and, uh, drug abuse and addiction. It's a, it's a very heavy drug addiction song. Oh, um, but it's it's a very unique song, sounding song. Anyway, dun, 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 dun. I think there's some accordion in there as well. Mariachi band. Yep, it's a it's a really good song. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Who who are the who are the subjects of the song? Uh, well, like the people. Yeah. Uh, so there's Virginia, who's a lot lizard, which is basically just a, just a prostitute. Yeah, she's a prostitute. It's just, it's just a fancy word for that. Um, Vinny, who's a hustler out of Amsterdam. I like how they refer to him as the Vinny. Yeah. Um, Virginia, Vinny. Mr. Worley. Yeah, Mr. Worley had a catastrophic incident. I, I'm assuming he owed money or something to the mob because didn't they, like, throw him into the... No, they didn't throw him into the fucking water. 
He stopped in Vegas to elope with Virginia and the Pope. That was Denny. Huh? That was Denny. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's four. Four people that they talk about. And five. Gina Gina was a hustler out of Amsterdam. Right? No, that was uh, Vinny. The Vinny. Vinny Vinny was a hustler out of Amsterdam. Yeah. Gina hit the road to New York City. Yeah. Mysteriously, the night Vinny croaked. Yeah. Stopped in Vegas to elope with no, I don't know if I can remember. It's with it's Virginia and, the dope. and yeah, with Virginia and the dope. And kiss the bride eternally. Yep. God, that's such a good song. <laughs> Warning is so fucking underrated. Uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, draw comparisons to Bob Dylan. Yeah. In that song. Yeah, it's one of their more heavier, not like heavy songs, but it's one of their more heavier subject songs. I. Uh, but yeah, that's my number 10. I like it. Sure. Know Your Enemy, 21st Century Breakdown. This is a fun one. Uh, you know, this is another one of their, like, yo, man, don't don't believe everything you hear. Shit's, uh, shit's going on that, you know, don't don't believe what they tell you. And uh, it's fun. It's, it's a fun song. Uh, it was also the theme song to SmackDown in 2009. So, that was fun watching that every week and listening to Green Day for a 30-second blip. But uh, this is my favorite song off the album. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't a huge 21 Guns guy. It's an okay song, but uh, that's the last of my 21st Century Breakdown songs. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, that's really all i got to say about it. I'm, I think I'll be talking about it a little later. Wait, what song was that? No, Your Enemy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be talking about it. Number nine? Uh, so my number nine is Wake Me Up When September Ends. Um, it almost it didn't almost get cut from my top ten just because of how much it was overplayed. But it's... The song was was written for Billy Joe's father, who passed away in September, and he kind of sort of already had the song, at least a few of the lyrics when he was younger, like started, you know, in his head, and then he just eventually wrote the song, but his father died in September, and he just wanted September to end. Uh, the music video is. It's a completely different fucking subject. It's a boy and a girl looking to get married or whatever. Boy freaking signs up for the military and goes over to the war or whatever. All right. And all that shit. But and the uh, actors that were in the video, they got married in real life for a Did couple they? of years. Yeah, uh, Jamie Bell and a Everfield Wood. And. Uh, most people know her from Across the Universe and The Wrestler. And uh, I believe she's in Westworld now on Showtime. The girl is? Or HBO, sorry. Ah. Yeah, Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, she's like the star of uh, Westworld. Ah, okay. But uh, it's, a, it's a fun video. Uh, people would play that all the time on uh, the MTV and the VH1. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I, I don't want to get too much into it. I'll talk about it later. All right. You're up. All right. Um, waiting. Waiting. Off of, uh, that was your number 12? Mm. Or 13? My wait, waiting for me? Yeah. Waiting for me was number 14. 14, yeah. yeah. I really like this song. It's a fun song. Uh, it's... You know, they, they steal the melody from Petula Clark's Downtown. <laughs> uh, it's an old song from the 60s. If people don't know it, yeah, it's all right. It's it's no Green Day waiting, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, nah, I'm, I'm terrible. But uh, it's, it's good shit. Um, you know, not really much to be said about it. It's just an upbeat, happy-go-lucky song, which you don't really get too much from Green Day. Uh, right. You know, usually it's a lot of gloom and doom and upset shit, but 
But this song is a is a bright, hopeful, happy song, and and I appreciate that. Hey, it's four twenty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. There's there's not really too much more to be said on it, but it's, it's a great song, fun, quick song. Number eight. Um. So my number eight is. Know your enemy. Know your enemy. Ah, close. Yep. Yeah, it was fairly close. I think I like it a little bit more than you. <laughs> um, I really don't understand the meaning behind it. I'm just assuming that you just—it's you just have to know who your enemy is. Uh, I'm assuming that it's probably political. Um, talking about all the shitty, you know, politics and infrastructure that our government has and all that nonsense that's just my assumption they do a lot of political meanings behind their songs and that feels like that's what it is um i just really like the beginning how it starts you know the, the drums dun, 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 and then the guitar dun, chimes dun, in dun, and, and then and then the drums get heavy and then it goes into the green day pop sound or punk sound Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we talked about it a little bit already. It's, it's also like played it. at Packers games. When the away team comes out of the locker room. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. The cheeseheads. The goddamn cheeseheads. But, uh, yeah, maybe next year. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I thought they, they had a good game, but uh, can't can't beat the TB. Nope. Nope, nope. TB will get his number seven ring on Sunday. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. I don't I, think so, man. My brain is telling me Kansas City, yeah. but my gut is telling me Bucks. Adam Holmes bringing it back to back. Man. My gut is telling me Brady by two touchdowns. By two? No way. Yeah, I just have a feeling. Now, the Chiefs have a decent enough defense. They do. I don't know. Bucks are just on a roll. Just, yeah. I, my brain is telling me Kansas City is gonna fucking sweep them, but my my gut is telling me that I think this is gonna be a different turnout. Uh, well, we will see. And uh, people listening to this episode after Sunday, you will know. So uh, congratulations, and hopefully uh, you made a little bit of cash on your bets. And hopefully Mahomes breaks his legs. No, no, no. <laughs> we love we love Patty at the regular show. Big fan. I did just watch a little mini interview between some person at NFL or network, and uh, they actually had um, Mahomes and Brady on. You know, uh, talking to each other, and they have a very very high mutual respect for each other. And oh yeah, it's it's very nice to see. So it should be a very interesting game. There's a lot of love between them. Yeah, they go way back. I mean, when uh, Patrick was seven, Tom Brady was in his like first Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. That's, they, they talked about that. He's, the woman asked him, asked them uh, him, you know, what what was your first Brady, you know, uh, memory or whatever. And it was I was basically seven years old watching Tom Brady in his first fucking Super Bowl, and it's like Jesus Christ, oh, yeah. that's insane. Jesus of suburbia, but. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that was my number eight. Number eight, my number eight, American Idiot, off the uh, album of the same name. You know, this is a really hard hitting song. Um, starts the album off, and and this was you have a great story behind this album. Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> but. Uh, it's you know it's a fun song. Uh, Weird Al parodied it with his Canadian idiot song. Uh, he's Canadian, so he can do it. No, he's not Canadian. I didn't think so. That's <laughs> uh, all right. Canada's cool. They're they're cool with that shit. Yeah, they're like, hey, that's not funny. But uh, yeah, it's you know it's fun stuff. Uh, it's their it's their big political like fuck you and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, Jesus, 
when I first heard that, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was kind of afraid that the entire album was going to be like that, but uh, it was not. Yeah, but it's it's good shit. It's it's great song and uh, great music video. They got that big, big ass flag with the green day. Yeah, wasn't there a bunch of slime too? Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was like Nickelodeon produced it or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember seeing it. I'm like, this is, is kind of weird. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's, that's my number eight. So, number seven. Yep. Uh, my number seven is When I Come Around. Nice. So, a lot of the earlier Green Day songs, I don't fucking know what the hell they're talking about. I just know that this is a great song. <laughs> it's one of, one of the first ones I ever heard. Um, but what it means and what the meaning behind the song is, I couldn't tell you. It's uh, basically, you know, it's a guy who wants to be in a casual relationship, but a uh, girl wants something more serious. And uh, he's just an insecure bro. Mm, okay, yeah. Yeah, now that I'm remembering some of the lyrics, yeah, it kind of does sound a little bit like that. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like the song. It's good. They uh, they performed it uh, when they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was one of the three songs that they played. It's pretty cool. I like it. It's a good, fun song. We'll talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I figured as much. So that was my number seven. Excellent. Uh, number seven for me, Longview. This is uh, also off Dookie. Uh, fun word, Dookie. Everybody loves Dookie. But yep. Um, you know, this is a great song. It's basically uh, just a song about being a lazy bastard and fucking jerking it until you can't anymore. <laughs> and uh, you know. My mother says to get a job. She don't like the one she's got. When masturbation lost its fun, you're fucking lazy. And uh, I, I love it. It's a fun song. Uh, there are days, you know, when you just feel like, Bleh! and uh, and that song is is the soundtrack to your day. But uh, to your green day. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, guys, we looked at a fun here at the Great Little Show. Brendan with the save on that one. Yeah, yeah. Brendan, uh, way to break the fucking ice. It's, it's good shit. American idiot, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But it, it's fun. I, I like Longview. Uh, it's definitely a slower song, but uh, I don't know. I thought it was good. Good shit. Number six. So my number six is 21 Guns. 21 Guns. Off oh, 25. First century breakdown. Um, I don't entirely know too much about the song. I, I know that you know when somebody in the military or you know a police officer, somebody who does that kind of job, uh, passes away. I know that usually they do like a, a twenty-one gun like salute or you know send off for them. But from what I looked into behind the lyrics a little bit it looks like the song is about being able to accept the end of something and accept your shortcomings now i don't really see that in the song very much but it's nice it's one of their nicer slower songs oh yeah um in terms of the album it's uh it's you know focusing on like the story of christian and gloria uh, and just their, their shit that they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good song. I like it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. It reminds me of, um, Beverly Hills. The riff. Dan, dan, ch. Dan, dan, ch. Dan, dan, ch. Wow, you just gotta ruin every fucking song. <laughs> I do. That's, the, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. So uh, when you guys go listen to the two songs, uh, check it out. Yeah, Think about it. Oh, oh no, I hear it now, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, now Zoran on Guns comes on. Beverly Hills. Yeah, that's where I wanna be. When we living? When we living? But, uh, yeah. Number six. Yeah, you're number six. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Uh, this is a really happy, upbeat song. No, I'm kidding. I was gonna say, uh, are we talking about the same fucking song? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is basically a song about uh, Jesus of Suburbia, like, realizing he's he's going crazy and uh for those that don't know jesus of suburbia is is a character during this rock opera quote unquote that is american idiots album yeah and he's he's basically left his home and it's almost like welcome to paradise but slowed down yeah with the subject matter and the guy kind of delves into insanity and turns into St. Jimmy. But uh, uh, it's a fun <clears throat> song. Um, there was a, a mashup with Oasis's Wonderwall and Boulevard of Broken Dreams. There it is. Go look I'm, it up on YouTube. It's it Wonderwall of Broken Dreams. I was waiting for you to make some fucking other song comparison. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, it's, it's not bad. It, you know, is it the greatest thing ever? Eh, no. But g- give it a listen if you like mashups. Um, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, really, what can I say that hasn't been said already about it? It's, uh, it was, I don't know, I'd say it was probably their biggest song off the damn album, but, uh, that's just me looking back in hindsight, thinking if I had a dollar for every time I heard it on the radio compared to Holiday and American Idiot and Wake Me Up When September Ends, that's, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. That's why it is not on my list. It was definitely in the top 20, but... Ugh, I can't fucking do it. Just uh, can't. Dun, 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 dun. What are we down to the top five now? Top five, the big ones. Uh, number five for me is Minority. Sure. Um, it was my favorite song. One of one of my two favorite songs off of Morning. Um, very upbeat. Uh, just like you said, it's uh, kind of like, you know, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> yeah, sure. A lot of Rage Against the Machine yeah, uh, parallels can be drawn. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, I will not conform to your bullshit. Basically, I'm going to do what I want when I want. Very anti-government uh, establishment and all that nonsense, but... You wouldn't tell just by hearing the song, you know, a couple times. You're like, shit, this is a good song. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit before. Yeah, I like it. My favorite upbeat song from the, from the album. That's number five? That is number five. My number five is also from the album Warning. Uh, Macy's Day Parade. Wow. Yeah, this is a slower song. Um... You know, it's, it's basically about the evils of consumerism and, uh, you know, it refers to Black Friday as the Night of the Living Dead. Shit, yeah, I thought it was about the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah, right. You gotta <laughs> love those turkey floats, man. <laughs> and then Santa Claus comes out at the end. It's great. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, I, I like it. It's great. It's great driving beat. Uh, we Brendan likes to sing Potato. Which makes potato. no sense, but uh, we'll just leave it at that with no context. For yeah, no, uh, great, no context and no idea what you're talking about. He just goes potato, 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 potato. A song potato. that's got a banana, banana going on in it. Oh, like the really, always. really low fucking slow beat to it, kind of. Yeah. Huh. No, yeah. One, two, three, potato, you know. Potatoes. I'm a, this is a musician over here. What can I say? But uh, it's a fun song. I like it. Yeah. It's probably my favorite song off the album. I'll probably so. be talking about it. Um, that was my number five. All right. My number four. Jesus of Suburbia. Uh, I, it used to be my favorite song off of the album. Uh, but that is taken up by another couple songs but when i first heard it uh i was completely blown away the amount of time and effort that was put into that song 
to right. make it how it is the four little mini songs how it goes from this beat to a completely different song to a completely different song to a completely different song and that that fucking ending hey transition great absolutely amazing transition um when they first released the album or were about to release the album they talked about it being you know this rock opera of an album that everything was going to flow together all into basically one gigantic long song uh, and tell a story and it did make some comparisons to the modern day um, Bohemian Rhapsody which you can definitely tell like Greg said you know there's a lot of similarities you can see how they did it you know it's just it's a fucking work of art and it is a very long song it's like what 11 minutes yeah it's yeah it's definitely like uh longer longer than i care to listen to yeah and it starts the story of you know jesus of suburbia which i'm assuming is a comparison to you know billy joe when he was younger or something and just you see the similarity in like the music videos and, and lyrics and stuff that it kind of reminds me of him you know after hearing about his story and you know, understanding his views on things. It kind of seems like that he is that. Um, but yeah, that's my number four amazing song. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends, also off of American Idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, you know, it's one of those songs that uh, it's, it's a sad song. Uh, Billy Joe's dad died when he was 10. and He said to his mother, wake me up when September ends, uh, basically after the funeral. And uh, it's heartbreaking, uh, the story behind it. but um, More so heartbreaking after you learn that that was the reason. Because before you were just like what the fuck does September symbolize? (laughs) Why September? Uh, You know, you go to school, you have to go back to school, summer's over, it's like fucking stupid. I mean, I had a a thought that it was about, you know, September 11th, because, you know, the album came after that, obviously, and I just, I had a feeling that that's what it was for, but come come to find out, no, that's not what it was for. Yeah, it's the only song on the album that's not really correlated to anything else uh, going on in the album. Correct. Yeah, and it's and it's not like it's at the end where that would kind of make sense. It's kind of like right three quarters of the way through. They just plop this song, right. which this is fine. Um, yeah, and and anybody who knows uh, that I like to draw comparisons in songs, um, you know, they have the. Sort of got if you say fucking queen. No. Oh, okay. What? It's time. Amer- uh, Imagine Dragons. Yeah. So this is what man. We said he was bad. Uh, it's Wake Me Up When September Ends. I already had this talk with uh, Joel when he came on to the top 10 songs of the 2010s. Now, now which song came first? <laughs> yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's good shit. I, I like Wake Me Up When September Ends. It's my favorite song off the uh, album, and that's why it's my number four. Uh, number three, Macy's Day Parade. Uh, that is my favorite song off of Warning album. Um, I really, hearing it for you know the first several years, never fucking knew what the hell he was talking about at all. All I remember is today's a Macy Day Parade. Night of the Living Dead is on its way. Credit report for duty calls. And, you know, the Black Friday thing. Um, that's fucking about it. I just... I, I just... I love the song. It's, it's one of their slower songs. And it's very catchy. Um, such a good song. But it's definitely not like any of the other songs on the album because all the other songs are kind of like a little bit upbeat and depressing and stuff. And then the last song on the album is Macy's Day Parade. This little slow, you know, tune. And it's it's really nice ending to the album. Oh, yeah. But, that, yeah, that's my number three. 
when I come around. Ooh, shit, that's pretty high. Oh, yeah. Um, Dookie. This is one of those songs that, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I hear it and, and it never gets old. That friggin' riff, the, uh, the Pachelbel's Cannon Muse. Mm-hmm. Or, no, I'm sorry, that was Pesky Case. But, uh, yeah, this song is great. I, uh, God, I'm tired. Anyways, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's the song, dude's going with a chick, uh, and they, they find their way around, but, uh, no time to search the world around, because you know where I'll be found when I come around. I love it. It's, it's genius writing. That opening riff. Oh my god. Yeah. They really make the three chord, uh, they, they maximize their use of the three chords. Yeah, it's just so many different fucking sounds that they have. Like, none of their songs sound exactly the same. There's always something different. Like, there's always different shit about it. And their song could start one way, but then escalate to something different, and then fucking end a completely different way. Like, they're just they're they're really good. But uh, it's it's fun shit. I I really appreciate uh, you know. They came, they came, they saw, they conquered, uh, and it all pretty much started with, with this song in Basket Case, and uh, here we are, twenty five years later, twenty seven years, but I don't yeah, want to. You know, I don't want to think about it. It's right. too long. Uh, yeah, it makes you feel old that they're already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because oh, yeah. they, they, the, the stipulation to getting in is you have to be, at least in the business for twenty five years. And that's fucking crazy. Well, they've been together since 88. So. Yeah, and they got inducted, what, in 2013? I don't remember. I, I wasn't there. Was not there. I don't remember the year. It was in the past 10 years. Makes you definitely feel old. Oh, yeah. So that was your what? Numero. Numero. Trey. Okay, Trey so. Cool. So now, Dose. So my number two is What's-Her-Name off of American Idiot. Uh, the last song. Last song on uh, American Idiot. It kind of has the same, you know, vibes as Macy's Day Parade. You know, the rest of the whole album is, you know, this upbeat, you know, not really slow songs. And then... You have this, this one that starts off slow and then ends really fucking heavy and delivers the message. What I get from the song, this the song is m- like my favorite lyrical song that they have. Um, it definitely has a heavy history to it and heavy meaning behind it. It's basically this dude and the girl. They break up. It's years down the road. And it's about moving on. And forgetting the person, but not the time that you had with the person. And being, you know, mature and strong enough to move on and learn from that mistake, if it was a mistake, or learn from that experience. Um, The last lyrics for the song is uh, in, in the darkest night if my memory serves me right I'd never turn back time forgetting you but not the time You're right and that fucking blew me away it's lyrically my favorite song from Green Day yeah it's, it's some heavy shit yeah starts out nice and slow like he's just you know talk singing kind of a little bit and then fucking gets really heavy and still delivers the same message. Yeah, it's funny. The beginning of the song reminds me of uh, With or Without You by YouTube. A little bit. Just that the drum part or just... Yeah, just uh, the tempo, all of it. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good one. Yeah, it's my favorite off of... well. <laughs> can't say favorite but it is my favorite lyrically off of you know that album sure what do you think my number one is or my number two is 
Holiday. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So my number Good riddance. Two, my good number riddance. two is Good Riddance. I knew it. <sighs> yes. Off of Nimrod. Um, good Riddance, you guys know this one. Uh, it's the acoustic Green Day song. Um, mm-hmm. Although I would love to hear like a hard rocking version of Good Riddance. That would be fine. Yeah. Um, there's also the song Man Piano, which I've referenced in uh, previous podcasts. It's a mashup of Piano Man and Good Riddance. Uh, and then you got to listen to it. It's Man Piano. It's on uh, YouTube. And I think it's on Spotify as well. But uh, go give that a listen. You'll appreciate it. It's Neil Sissierga. And it's fucking hilarious. But uh, Good, Riddance, Good Riddance is one of those songs that, uh, you know, a lot of people learn it on the guitar early. Um it's a fairly easy song to do, but uh, it's a great song. It's, it's really fast. It's a lot faster. The older I got, uh, as a kid, you know, everything is long because you have a shitty attention span. Mm-hmm. You know, for, like a fucking squirrel or something. But Yeah. But the older I get, I'm like, holy shit, the song has like two verses and it's over. Yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of melody in between, you know, that with no words. It's just guitar and violin, basically. Um, it didn't make my list at all, but it was right. It was right on the outside of the top fifteen, just because it was overplayed. But it is. It's one of the first Green Day songs I ever heard, and uh, it's that song is definitely a keeper. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and that brings us to numero uno. So my number one. I don't know. Does anybody know what it is? Basket case. Nope. It is Homecoming. Homecoming is my favorite Green Day song of all time. Um, it follows the same lines of Jesus of Suburbia, where it's like four or five different. I actually think it's more than Jesus of Suburbia. I think it's like four or five, maybe even six little mini songs in in, in it. Um, I've never heard a song with so many different tempos and different sounds all combined into one um it's the only song where all three of them actually sing they all have their own parts the drummer trey cool you know mike dirt uh, the bassist and uh billy joe they all have their own parts and uh it's a very unique song it's right around the same length as uh as jesus of suburbia um i would actually compare that one closer to a modern day bohemian rhapsody just because of the different direction of each little tiny mini song in between it um what the fuck they're talking about i have no idea i just know that apparently mike was fell asleep while watching spike tv (laughs) after 10 cups of coffee and he's still not here yeah and they all uh, sing their own section uh song was a product of a jam session where each member tried to outright the other in a friendly competition. That's fantastic. That makes it all better. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's probably the most Green Day song you can get. Yeah. Um, it's right at the end of you know, American Idiot. It's that, and then it's What's Her Name that follows that. Um, it's just, I, I watched it live. Like, they had a they had a jam session where they just, you know, did um, some songs in front of, I don't know, maybe like 100, 150 people. And this was one of the last songs that they played. And I watched the video for it. And I was fucking blown away. Like, these guys are very talented. And there's a reason why they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And they're still going today. Absolute, absolutely my favorite song by them. Sure. Number one. (sighs) Who know? For me, father of all. No. <laughs> no. Fucking Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? And uh, I'll tell you. Keep that in I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid? Am I just stoned? Well, I'm not stoned, but uh, yeah, it's a great song. Paranoid uh, AF. You know, this is this is what I call the OG Green Day song. 
This is basically, you know, I call this the Green Day song of all Green Day songs. Um, you can't be like, you, you hear it and you're like, oh, that's Green Day. Immediately. It's their most punkiest but song, it, in my opinion. Like, that is their fucking sound. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's the 90s. Like, everything about it is just very, like, pow! And, uh... It's. I think it's the strongest song to come off of Dookie, but uh, you know, and and that's sorry. This is the one that uses the pocket bells cannon riff, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. and uh, I love it. Um, I don't know. Really, you know, there's there's not much like that I can say about it that hasn't already been said. Uh, the guy's going, or the guy's not crazy, but he thinks he's crazy. You know, a lot of people. Uh, get gaslighted, you know, you're like, ah, I, I'm fucking crazy, they tell me one thing and it's the other, yeah, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, it all keeps adding up, I think I'm cracking up, I love it, it's great, great lyrics, um, yeah, it is, it is, like, the exact definition of a punk song, and yeah. that is what I know them for most, is their punky sound, they, they really perfected it, and, uh, yeah, you know, that's why we're here. That's why we're talking about Green Day. And to everybody who tuned in today, I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope everybody learned a thing or two. Uh, if not, that's cool too. You know, it's not always about learning. Sometimes you want to just soak in the uh, media and be like, yeah. But yeah. Um, we love Green Day. You know, that's what we're all here for. And uh, yeah. shout out to Green Day, fans of the show. No, I'm kidding. But I gotta say that every time. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we love those guys. They they've been a big uh, impact on us musically, and uh, one of the first albums I ever bought. I just that and that and uh, Lincoln Park Meteora, which I'm sure that we'll talk about at a later date. Yeah, well, we'll have the Lincoln Park episode at some point. Uh, we've come a long way. We've come a long way from. 2003, 2004, where I didn't want to hear a, another fucking Green Day song again, but, uh... Yeah, you really weren't too huge on them back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is what it is. But, uh, time, time has been kind. Time has been kind, and, uh, it's been good shit. I appreciate everybody taking the time out of their day to listen, and we, uh, look forward to seeing you next week. Have any final words? No, no, that was it. Just listen to Green Day. They're great. Oh, yeah. Uh, let us know what your favorite Green Day song is. Uh, tweet at me, uh, The Gregular Show, on Twitter. Uh, follow our page on Facebook. Uh, check Chris out. He's uh, on Instagram and Twitter. You don't have any fan pages on Facebook? No, no. I don't even have an Instagram anymore. It's just uh, Facebook. All right. Well, uh, well, we'll see you next time. Uh, Seacrest out. Peace.